Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we have, um, we're just going to talk today. Yeah, but we're going to talk about something that's really important. Something that unfortunately I think is in our face even as we speak. Our president warned us about it. But long before Biden warned us about this, Jesus warned us about this. Yeah, and I'm just going to tell you, Jesus warned us that it was going to happen Biden warned us that he's going to make it happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think so. What are we talking about? Food. Oh. And we are foodies here, man. I know, Food right? Yeah, is yeah. close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. My grandkids are foodies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did Jesus say about it, Pastor? Oh, we better pray. And yeah. who are we? One. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome to According to John. Hey. I am your host, John. <laughs> and I'm the Duke Meister, Pastor this Duke. This is Pastor Duke, the Duke Meister. It's funny you brought this topic up. I've been studying this out the last two days and uh, for one of my podcasts. And we walk in. He didn't know this. And he said, yeah, something's burning on my heart. And I think I know what it is. And I was right. Dead that on. ought to scare you. If you're on the same page with me, <laughs> that ought to keep you awake at night, man. Sorry about that. Well, put it to you this way. I knew knew it would not be an issue (laughs) because I did not uh, share with Duke what I wanted to do a podcast on. And I thought, man, when he gets here, we'll just talk about it. I already know he's plugged in to this whole idea. If you listen to Pastor Duke on any podcast platform, you will find out, right? Prophecy is what he's into. So the fact of this famine coming is not a shock for Duke. I mean, he, he's up on it. So what we thought we would do today is discuss uh, Matthew chapter 24. And we're going to unfold the whole thing, but we're going to focus on the famine because mm-hmm. I think that's the most prevalent in our face uh, coming to America. The words of Jesus in response to his disciples asking him, what will be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world or the end of the age? And uh, it's recorded in what we call the Olivet Discourse, which is recorded in three of the four Gospels. Right. Matthew 24, Luke 21, uh, Mark 13, and every one of them, one of the major signs. Famine. Yeah. Famine. All right. So let's pray, and we're going to get into it. Brother, if you open us in a word of prayer. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we ask that you'll use us to make the word of God clear to those who seek you, that we will be keenly aware of what's going on in our world. You told us what to look for, and that's what we're doing today in obedience to you. We want to uh, encourage uh, those uh, who who love you, that uh, you got our back. David wrote, we've been young, we've been old, we've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. So we're not here to put fear in the heart of anyone. We're here to just put faith in the heart of people. You, you don't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And so take the truth that you gave us and use it to prepare our hearts for these evil days. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Okay, so Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. That's where we're going to start. We're going to read through. These are things that Jesus told us to beware of, to watch for, and then we would know when the day is near. Not the day. Obviously, we don't know the return of Christ, but we can know the season. Amen. Okay. Matthew 24, 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, 
when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And again, not the end of the world. Some people think that the return of Christ is going to end the world. No, not at all. Just I mean, the world yeah, as right. you know it. You're right. People do think that, but they're wrong. They're right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. All right. Look, verse four picks up. And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. That word take heed means pay very close attention. Get hold of this. Yes. Take heed. Here we go. Verse five. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Okay, how about wars and rumors of wars? Is it, are we hearing anything about that, Duke? Have you, oh, there's no wars on this planet. I, <laughs> except all over Africa. <laughs> Russia, Ukraine, there might be something going on I, over there. I heard that they're upset or somebody, yeah, so somebody threw... There's some tensions over there. Yeah, I heard somebody threw a punch or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Something <laughs> like that. Wars and rumors of wars. Happening. And, uh, things are brewing also happening. in South Korea. Things are uh, in North Korea. North Korea. China, uh, Taiwan. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think Jesus might have been onto something there. I think. But hey, don't worry, guys. That's not the end. <laughs> don't be, <laughs> see that you are not troubled uh, because the end, that's not the end. There's more. Verse seven For nation will rise against nation. And we're seeing that, right? We, we have the political leaders. Uh, everyone wanting their own way. They're acting like little babies, except for our president, who is just a puppet to surrender or seems to be surrendering to, uh, to China's will. And it, the kingdom against kingdom, it, uh, it's talking about even within the Well, I haven't the got there yet. We're talking about nations. I'm sorry. Come on, nation, man. Stay with the nations. <laughs> hey, I'm on the same page with you, Johnny. <laughs> I'm just so excited about it. You're talking my language now. I Bible know. prophecy. <laughs> I know. So uh, <laughs> I might I might be messing you up all day. I'm jumping in, dude. So, I'm armed and right. dangerous. Today. So nation against nation, we're seeing that, and kingdom against kingdom. What's kingdom against kingdom? That's dude? within the, that's within the nation. That's different political groups. You got the globalists versus the nationalists all across Europe. Yes, yes. My prime Bible prophecy. You okay, John? <laughs> Get back in the saddle here. Just, Come on, man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, you you say political groups, and here's here's what's really interesting. This political group is, okay, uh, left and right, so on and so forth, but it's also race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This kingdom group is literally kingdom against kingdom is uh, which they've made race in the world for God. There, that's just one. It's the it's, human race. It's the Greek word, ethnos. Yeah, ethnos. I get a point for that, Johnny. Eth where we get the word ethnicity, and yet, and, and just what Jesus said. <laughs> okay, just, I, don't, I don't even know. My problem Dude, is the coffee you bring me in the morning. I, you know, <laughs> this stuff. I don't know what you spiked it with, but it's awesome. It is. Oh, that's so good. All right. Topic. So kingdom against kingdom is literally race wars. It is. How about, uh, homosexuals against heterosexuals, mm -hmm. LGBT yeah. uh, groups, uh, just division. It, and, it, and that's what it is. Kingdom against kingdom is literally all the divisions between groups in, inside of a nation. Yes, exactly. So you have the nations against nations, and then you have groups 
inside of nations attacking one another. That's kingdom against kingdom. And of course, we have to cause this division so that people are always on their heels, mm-hmm. right? They're all they're so busy fighting these stupid kingdom against kingdom wars that we don't pay attention to the big wars. Yeah. Everyday life needs to continue. We need to work. We need to plant food. We need to harvest. We have to do these things, but it's a it's a lost art. I and I I will say this: the older generation were they were way smarter than what we are today they live closer to the land they understood that food isn't something that you just get at the grocery store they understood how to survive yes yeah they were a lot closer to reality they weren't living in a virtual world yeah. uh, they didn't spend hours a day on social media watching uh, television programs they might huddle around a radio for a half hour uh in the evening but uh, they were attached right. to reality. We're living in a fantasy world today. Yeah, I have a lady in my church. Her name is Marlene. And this woman is intelligent. And she can tell you what plants are edible, what plants produce what. How you, She could tell you how you can survive in the wild, dude. Like she, She'll tell you, like, this plant means this and this is that. And you can't do this. But if you do this with this plant, then you can have this with this plant and this one and this one. And, this. and, and I'm always in awe of listening to her and her knowledge. And yeah, then, she's a friend of mine. She's a hippie. Yeah. She, <laughs> right? You know who I'm talking she's about. She's very cool. Yeah. I, and, I do. I love her. And she... Uh, she is very unique and crazy intelligent with understanding of the land. And I'm so envious of that. And and, in a practicality, which is so beautiful. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Then, so we have nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And then it says, and there will be, there will be, there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All right. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the earthquakes and work my way backwards to the famine. Okay, okay, I'll allow that. <laughs> it's your podcast. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, yeah. Why Jesus, not? Jesus said famine first, and yeah. you want to jump in I with wanna, earthquakes? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just gonna go out of order for a second. <laughs> earthquakes in various places, dude. Are we seeing that? Mm-hmm. We're also seeing weather, weird weather in places we haven't seen weather before for example the west never used to get tornadoes now they get tornadoes mm-hmm. and have for a few years now the south actually texas and north carolina and and the southern states uh, we'll just say texas mainly i can't tell you how many times man they've gotten snow before we have and we're we're in upstate new york man we're in the we're in the in, in the freezer <laughs> and they're in the they're in the cupboard <laughs> and and they'll get snow before us. Yeah, strange weather patterns. God has used uh, weather judgments throughout the year to speak to people's hearts. Mm-hmm. We're coming to that very specifically in just a moment when we finally get around to famines. Right. But <laughs> so working our way backwards, <laughs> pestilences. Mm-hmm. That's disease. Greek word uh, loimus means the disease. And I remember years ago when the AIDS epidemic hit and there was no no cure for it. Right. And I thought, wow, the disease. And now, you you know, uh, two years ago, COVID bullied its way onto the world scene. And we think of pestilence in a in the light of that. Uh, uh, well, and here's why COVID is more biblical than AIDS. Because COVID 
is global. Yeah. AIDS wasn't. I mean, let's let's be honest. It was Africa, America, a few other countries here and there because of, of people visiting. But COVID hit every, which doesn't even make sense to me because if you know anything about viruses, they can only exist in certain weather. Yeah. And AIDS was not airborne. Exactly. And COVID is. And, so. co- and COVID hit every country in the world at the same time. Duke, come on, man. What's behind the pestilence is a whole nother question, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I think the pestilences in this one are man-made versus other pestilences that we see that God brought on or or were just natural in certain areas. How about this? Satan-inspired and man-delivered. There you go. I'll go with that. It's two points, John. A half point. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I can't. Man. Well, I. You know, you did give me six points in the in the last podcast. I'm trying to catch up. <clears throat> so I'll I'll give you two. Okay, I'll give you two. All right, here we go. But I get a point for the topic. You the get topic. a point for the topic. I get because it's close to my heart. <laughs> that should give me two. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> All right, pestilences, COVID. COVID is a pestilence because pestilence is a disease. If it's global, it's biblical. That's a huge point, though. It's global. It's global. Just let that sink in. Yeah. And it hit how how quick? I mean, just in days. Overnight. Yeah, just a matter of days. The whole yeah. world shut down. The whole world shut down at the same time. Man, that was that that should have been that should have been a an eye opener for people to go, wait a minute, something's suspicions, not right. Suspicions, yeah, yeah, suspicions. I sat there on the couch yeah. when the president would come out with his little team and Fauci would explain what's going on and just thinking. Well, that should have been the other thing that, that caused suspicion is the fact that Fauci owns the, um, the patent to COVID. But they didn't tell us that. We had to dig that up. Took months to find that out. My big aha moment on that was when... <laughs> The uh, frontline doctors came to Washington, D.C., and Dr. Stella, she's the Nigerian lady, just lights me up. I love her. She's wild. (laughs) She rocks. She's beautiful. As as they would say in her community, she'd be loud. (laughs) She'd be awesome. I love her. She was so passionate, and they have the the results that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin have really worked. And then the mainstream media, yeah. uh, they want the social media platforms just shut them down, begin to fire the doctors that disagreed. And that's when I knew this is not a pandemic. This right. is a plan-demic. Yeah. And it succeeded to yeah. shut the world down. And I just want discernment uh, about what's going on. Well, did you, for Stella, did you hear she did this video and she said, she was like, okay, everybody, we got a happy Sunday, happy, happy one day Sunday, meaning that you just take one pill once a week and you'll never get COVID. It's like she was all jacked up on it. Of course, then they shut her down. Yeah. At any rate, I'm sorry. I went backwards. Okay. So there's going to be pestilences, which, which is diseases. And then he says, or before that, he says famines. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to famines, I know, I know that's where you want to go, but I also want to jump to verse 11, uh, 10. 10 says, and then many will be offended 
Many will betray one another, will hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, meaning the law will not keep the law. We could do a whole podcast on that one. That is in our face, right? So lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold. Boy, people don't have patience for people anymore, do they? Mm. And they don't even love their family like they used to. Oh, don't you come near me. Mm-hmm. any rate. And then it says 13. Um, uh, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. So uh, I'll stop at 12 because those are the things that he says that you will clearly see. All right. Now I'm going to go back to seven where it says famines. Because the title is, should we be concerned with our food supply? And if you listen to according to John for any length of time, you realize according to John gets on topic, stays on topic, finishes on topic. So now we've looked at everything that Jesus said, the end of the days will look like right before his return. And we're going to talk about famine. Our president said famine is coming. Two weeks ago, our president said famine is coming. Was it two weeks ago or a month ago? No, I think it was just two weeks ago. Okay. So famine is coming. What's interesting is he said, and dude, I, 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 mm. Lord, give me the words so I don't say anything wrong. Amen. Because this, I, this makes me very angry because he said, Hey, we are shutting down. We're not buying because we buy most of our uh, fertilizer from Russia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so we're going to punish. <laughs> oh, dear Jesus. Petroleum based from Russia. We're going to punish Russia for going to war with Ukraine by not getting fertilizer from Russia so that we can have gardens and food in America. Is that like cutting your nose off, spite your face? I mean, come on, man. I mean, how, how in the world of common sense, absolutely. In the world of politics, it's just a tool tool. to, to carry out an agenda, right? The agenda is not to make America great again. The agenda is to weaken America so much to force them into a new world order. Right. And so this is just a tool. And But the, the thing that's so crazy is Jesus told us to watch for this. Right. And now our right. president tells us right. to watch for this. Okay. So now uh, we're going to stay on the political realm just for a moment and then we'll move into the scriptures. Uh, the political is prophetic too. You can't separate. You, people say, well, you're preaching. Thank no, you. we're not. Give me five. Jeff. Dude, there's two points. It's not. <laughs> thank you. Wow. I'm catching up. Yeah. The, <laughs> you can't separate the prophetic from politics. Sometimes yeah. I don't care about politics unless right. they touch moral issues. Right. And until they touch prophetic issues. Right. Then I'm in other, otherwise, uh, I don't care about politics. It's talking points and yeah, I don't care about it that. is what it is. So Biden says a famine is coming. That's what he said. And then after, directly after he says a famine is coming, we have almost 30 food Food production companies. What happened to them? Plants. Plants. That have 
burned. Now, every one of them have burned. Burned, yep. Planes flying into them. Multiple planes. What are the odds, dude? I think the odds that we have almost 30 food processing plants being destroyed within a matter of weeks, The I, I think I have better odds of winning the lottery for a million dollars every day that I play for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Except you don't play, Johnny. So <laughs> if I did, yeah, right. But I mean, think about that. Yeah, the, the odds, the odds of of almost thirty food processing plants burning down directly after the president says there's going to be a famine. Now watch the media uh, put Biden out there when he said it. Yep. But what has the media said about the food plant? Nothing. Almost They're silent. Nothing. They're, They're silent. silent. Yeah. They're that, silent. That's huge. There, people don't even realize that's that just, that it's going on. Yeah, you got to dig to find this out. And and so what's happening? People just keep going on. Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, our food supply is being stripped away. Now, what I do find interesting that we don't see a shortage of, which by the way, the shortage started when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. The shelves, shelves are no longer full. Yeah. yeah. Nine times out of 10, when, when they plan this stuff, they don't just hit you all at once because it causes too much chaos. So what they do is they just, it's the proverbial frog in the pot. They just slip, put us in there and then slowly turn up the heat. And then the frog adjusts to the heat to the point where it boils to death and it doesn't even realize mm-hmm. it. Too late. It's too late. That's where we are on this food supply. Mm-hmm. We are the proverbial frog. And what, because they started at the beginning of COVID and it has slowly, the shelves have emptied. What I've also realized is the shelves never empty of candy and sweets and stuff that just has no value to it. Nutritional value. Let me jump in here, John. I'm just give saying. The, the big picture. On... I can get a Reese's peanut butter cup anytime. <laughs> no, no lack of supply there. <laughs> I, I, there's a, there's history that all we know history is going to converge in the latter days uh, with Armageddon and, and Christ returns and sets up his kingdom. Mm-hmm. But this world population figures is totally freaking out the new world order. Right. It's brought Gates together with Fauci to depopulate the major depopulation movement to reduce world. Po- this is in their words. I'm right. only quoting Gates. Right. I'm only quoting Klaus Schwab. I'm only right. quoting Agenda 30. Go on the UN uh the UN forum, the forum, go online and, uh, and check it out. Uh, they plan to reduce the economic forum, the world economic the wor- forum, right? Agenda 2030 in their own words. Well, you, you just did a podcast. If you, if you guys haven't heard this, please go to pastor Duke, any podcast platform, but you just put up a podcast that said the UN uh, 2030 agenda in their own words. Yeah, 23 points of how they're going to make it happen. And, and they're on it. Yeah, they, they're not kidding. This isn't an opinion that we have about what they're doing in secret. This is right. them in their own words telling us what they plan right. to do and why. Within, Within the next eight years. Yeah, and here's the why. And you can see their reasoning here. Of course, the reasoning is being fueled by Satan. God's plan is to, for man to re- be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Okay, right. so the world population is something that is the will of God for right. people to, right. to produce. So world population at the time of Jesus, 250 million people. 
It was the year 1830 AD when the world reached a population of 1 billion. All those thousands of years of recorded man's history, 6,000 years, took to get 1 billion. Now, the evolutionists would say billion, millions of years. Right. But anyway, 1 billion. These are just these are just facts. Nobody disagrees with this. It was only 100 years later, 2 billion. Thousands of years to get 1 billion, 100 years to get 2 billion. From 1930 to 1960, only 30 years, 3 billion, 60 to 75, 15 years, 4 billion population explosion. This is all tied to the burning of fossil fuels. This is all tied to chemical fertilizers to increase the world food supply. So this is all connected uh, in, in, together. And you fast forward to year 2020 to world population, 7.3, 7.4 billion people. And um, that's one commandment man sort of has kept to replenish the earth. Now, Satan takes a look at this world population and his plan is that, you know, hell was prepared for the devil and his angels and misery loves company. He wants to take people to hell right now. Yeah. He's no respecter of person. He doesn't care who goes with him. When we pick up our Bibles open to revelation six through 19, we see drastic, huge percentage of human population on the earth dying. Mm -hmm. Then we listen to Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, uh, Charles or Klaus Schwab, we listened to the UN agenda 2030, right. what they're saying, and it's exactly right. the same thing. Well, and here's what I don't, I don't, I do not know if you guys know this. Bill Gates bought 184,000 acres plus. He's still buying, and I don't know what the total number is right now. Continues to climb. It does. It continues to climb of farmland. And people are like, well, he has the right to buy farmland. I don't have a problem with someone buying farmland, but here's what he did. He He's paying double the price for it. Sometimes Interesting. up to four times yeah, yeah. the cost. Makes it impossible for these poor farmers to say no. Yep. And then he buys working farms. This isn't barren farmland. This is working farms. And then he shuts them down because he thinks everybody needs to eat synthetic meat, mm -hmm. not real meat. Yeah. Well, guess what value is in synthetic meat? <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> Eat plastic. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. then what people may not know is China has come in and China has now purchased over 25% of our farmland. Communist Chinese Party. And what are they doing with the farmland? For the most Shutting time? it down. Shutting it down. I interviewed a, a farmer friend from Ohio. He farms 3,800 acres. And he is alarmed. And I, I was not aware. I knew Gates was buying up farmland, but I wasn't aware of the Communist Chinese Party. He is. What government allows your enemy to take over your yeah, land? To, to buy your country. To buy your food supply. Yeah. yeah, of course. That's where you start. That's how you own a country. You control Listen, the food. Uh, you, if you control food, medicine, and the uh, petroleum, electricity, energy. energy. Thank you. You control the people. You got it all. You're in control. And guess what they have now? Energy. So they already control the energy. They control the medicine. And now the food is next. As an American citizen, I did not know that most of our medicines came from China. Absolutely. I Do you, you realize that. we make zero penicillin? Yeah. I did not know that till COVID. And yep. I'm like, holy cow, 
They own it all. The, the, the people in our government, the evil people in our government who have bought into the New World Order, that goes back to George Bush the yep. first. Yep. And Biden just said it a week or so ago, America must lead the way into the New World Order. And he's doing it. Oh, my goodness. He is, seems to be a, con, a little cognitively in decline, but <laughs> he is still on on target right. with his agenda. And I'm sure it's his handlers that are doing this, not he himself. Yeah, well, because he does. Listen, I'm not even trying to insult the man. So if you voted for him, if you like him, if you're all for Biden, God bless you. But the reality is, dude, when you got to have the Easter bunny turn you around and point you in the right direction. <laughs> There's issues. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's it's incredibly sad. He he is clueless most of the time. Yeah, and people were like, and I brought that up. I was talking with a lady, and I said, you know, the the scary part is, is he his mental stability is massively at risk. Yeah, and, and she, but, but she said this. Well, you don't understand. The reason that he seems to be in a fog is because <laughs> I'm sorry. Careful, John. Because he is under so much stress dealing with the war. I said, What war? The war between Russia and Ukraine. That's not our war. What's there to be stressed about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not stressed about it. Any rate, I'm he just he just cognitively is um steadily going downhill. Yeah, and the mainstream media hides that. Yes. The media things that I look at show it all the time. And yes. it's just every day. It isn't just like, oh, he slipped up once a month. No, it's it slips up multiple times every day. Right. And doesn't know where he's at. And but I think God's judgment has begun to fall upon our nation. That's a whole nother right. topic. But going back to the famine issue, Jesus said, look out for in the last days, there's going to be more population than there is food supply. Right. That's kind of what he was saying. And it's in all three of those uh, gospel. And uh, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. We we are there. We are told that we are there by our president. People think America will pull out of this. And I just want to point out one thing. God is not going to deliver a nation that is not repentant. Mm -hmm. He has never done it. Even with his chosen Israel, he never delivered them until repentance came. Yes. And God will not deliver America because America is refusing to turn. Mm -hmm. And Christians are silent for the majority. It is shameful. Yeah. Shameful. We're to be Shameful. salt and we're to be light. And uh, when we choose not to do that, then the... the uh, well, no, the church has chosen to do that. They, the problem is it's not to be salt and light. Now the church has just become salty light. Who wants that? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. We're I'm, just stand I'm up. sarcastic this stand morning. Up, stand <laughs> up for Jesus, you soldiers of the cross. But when you look at the famine thing, that's Satan's kind of final uh, dagger of control. And Jesus said, it's coming. Our president said, it's coming. And as you alluded to a moment ago, is the burning of about 30 major food producing factories. Is that a coinkydink, the timing of that? No. 
And you, and as you said, these aren't just uh, normal fires. These are arsons. Right. Um, you, it's, it, I mean, how many had burned the previous 10 years? How none. about the previous 20 years yeah, or 30 years. years or 50 years? Like none. And, and now all, all of a sudden, sudden like 30 in, in a couple in, of weeks since the president spoke. That's right. So I think they're connected. But here's what was real interesting. If you look it up online, which I did, I Googled it. <laughs> and the first thing that came up, the first thing that came up, conspiracy theory uh, theorists are spreading. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. Of course. Conspiracy theorists are spreading uh, lies to put fear in people that the burning of food processing plants is a plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would you put that out there? When they're had, they're, they know our response. We're going to figure them out, and then they're just going to try to uh, debunk us. That's what they're trying to do. But, mm-hmm. okay. Wait. There's still 30 factories that are down. There are 30 factories that burned down that burned down and didn't start burning down until the president said, we're not going to have food. And they say it's a quinky dink, and I think it's a plan. I think it's a plan. So we could study it out and find out, but they don't do that. They well, just one of slam the, us. They one us of the down. planes, one of the planes that flew i can't remember because there's been a few planes now that have flown into uh food processing food, yeah which what you think about that um how they take down our twin towers flew in planes how they taken down our food plants fly in planes what i also find very interesting about the flying into the planes i only saw one name of a person that was flying a plane that flew into it a 30 year old female right uh, and they don't know why the other plane I, I haven't found the name for of the pilot yet. Mm-hmm. So conspiracy theory would say it was remote controlled drones. You ever heard of them drones? Yeah. They don't have to be manned. Well, it's and so easy to stage this stuff. And I haven't taken the time because I'm so used to the lies of our government that I haven't taken the time to research. Um, did it actually show a picture of a plane in the building or the, aftermath or the cleanup of a plane i don't know because one of the things i find interesting is in uh shanksville pa and in the pentagon there's no plane in either of those places but yet we were told a plane crashed into the pentagon on 9-11 and i have challenged and i'll put it out there today uh, i challenged a guy that i would give him ten thousand dollars if he could produce a picture of a plane wreckage wreckage in the Pentagon. In the Pentagon. You haven't lost that $10,000, have you? No, oh, and I've been putting that out there for years. But yeah. but and and I'm a conspiracy theorist until they can't find the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorists. I'm no, just no. I'm just pointing out truths. That's all I'm trying it's, to do. The the CIA uh, termed uh, <laughs> uh, they formed that term to to throw on people who are looking into truth after truth. Right. So they use that to try to embarrass us, to intimidate us, and shut us down. I uh, We already know what's going to happen because God right. told us. Right. So we have the glove of prophecy, and then we're just trying to fit the hand of reality yeah. into it. Yeah, and I always start okay. when I tell people stuff. Now, now, listen, you understand I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? Because if you don't set it up, then people want to blame you for it. And so I'll just, I'll just label myself because the minute I tell them this stuff, they go, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. But, but prove me wrong. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just a truth teller. And when we don't have an answer for truth tellers, we call them conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. 
And when they slam you down, won't, won't have dialogue with you, and they shadow ban you, and they ban you from their, their site. You know, I've always built my whole life in ministry upon that which is divine has no nope. fear of rational inquiry. Right. And when they shut down and have no argument, it's like they're just proving me right. Right. Well, and we know when they don't have no argument because they start screaming. Yeah. And, and name calling. <laughs> and name calling, yeah. get in your face, threaten. Well, we've debunked that. Well, well, show me. Show me how you've debunked that. You know, know. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's look at the evidence. I have no fear. If I'm wrong, that's okay. I don't, I'm not. If I, I'm wrong. I just want the facts. Look, if I'm wrong, I ask for forgiveness. Yeah. I just want the facts. I want to connect the dots. Yeah. So but, when we're talking about this famine and food shortage and all that's going on, guys, understand that even throughout Scripture, we see famines all the time. And God uses them for reasons. And he does. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God will create a famine to move the people. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where Satan creates a famine to control the people. Mm-hmm. I think we're in the controlling side right now. I think you're right, Johnny. Absolutely. And it, it's control in medicine, control in food, control in economics, control in I tried to buy a part for a car and couldn't get it to fix the car. It took three weeks to get the part because of COVID. We're still using that excuse. Mm-hmm. Well, supply lines have definitely changed yeah it's not like it used to be well and it's we got never changed we got governor a governor we have governments paying people to stay home well why would you pay people to stay home when there's help wanted signs everywhere mm-hmm. well it's real easy because if we have workers stay home and these young people they're so easily bought listen i'm not slamming you i'm just making a statement most young people today they want everything for nothing i say most not all so if it doesn't apply to you don't get upset but most people want everything for nothing. They want a paycheck, but they don't want to work. And so, and our government knows this. And they're feeding it. They feed they're it. controlling it. So if we pay people to stay home, then guess what we have done? We have made it very difficult for small businesses to stay alive. My small, son just shut down his business, sold it because of this reason. Can't get workers. So this is stricken very close to home. Yeah. Last and, year, they went through 65 workers and had three survive. And the three that survived were making $22 an hour. Yeah. So it wasn't like like low pay. Right. It was... Uh, but even then, that's not enough. Uh, right? And and But the problem is, and this is what you guys got to catch hold of, when workers stay home, small businesses go out of business because if they can't operate, if they don't have the people, they can't operate. I was just at Friendly's Restaurant yesterday, yesterday Sunday with my granddaughter. And um, they only had half of it open. And the, the general manager had said, excuse me for just looking a little tired. I have worked 27 hours in the last two days. I'm, I'm really tired. She was a sweetheart. Yeah. She said, we can't get people to work. Right. Now, here's the plan. Not conspiracy theory. This is just facts of what happens when you don't have workers showing up to work. The business can't operate. So what happens? The business goes out of business. Which businesses are suffering right now? Small, Small business. business. What is the backbone of America? Small, Small business. business. They're hmm. taking them out. Does it, does it seem like a plan? Here's the other thing. How about health insurance? Small businesses can't afford health insurance. Private individuals can't afford health insurance. So what do they do? They go get a job with Big, big business because that uh, health insurance is way cheaper centralization of control at every level 
That's my point. Revelation 13, Satan's almost got us there. Mm-hmm. But we're going to close out with some really, really good news in a minute. But you have that other passage, I think. Do you have it up on the screen? First Timothy 4, 1 through 3, about yep. meat. Yep. This is really cool. I, I had taught this passage for years, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Bill Gates jumps in. And all of a sudden, this scripture kind of came alive. I just kind of read past this, but you have it up. First Timothy 4, 1 through 3. 1 through 3. Hold on. Here we go. Here we right go, there. Johnny. All right. You're says the, this. You're the reader guy. Now, the spirit is... Hey, I'm the reader guy. Now I can't read. Read. I want to drink coffee. Now, the spirit expressly says that in latter times, latter times, some will depart from the faith. Oh, yeah. We're seeing that. Yeah, it's another topic. Giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Mm, how about astrology and seances and, and Ouija boards and, and, and uh, prophet, prophet, um, crystals? Yeah, yeah. All the above. Yeah. yeah. And those who, who tell you about the future. That spaceships coming in <laughs> and our government supporting that. Yeah. Any rate, here we go. Verse two, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding, commanding to, to abstain, abstain from foods. In, in the King James version, it says meats. Yeah. Commanding to abstain well, from meats. Well, and here's the thing, commanding to abstain from foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth commanding to abstain from foods that god created and in verse four every creature is of god that's talking about animals not plants right yeah for every creature of god is good and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving for it is sanctified by the word of god in prayer so in the last days Commanding to abstain from from meat or or creatures, don't eat meat. Right, it's in the Bible, it's right there, two thousand years ago. And here we are, and Bill Gates, the uh, savior of the world, is as telling us to of, abstain from eating meat. Yeah, yeah. And of course, <laughs> they've t- connected it. It's with the gr- new green deal because you know, animals uh, listen, flagulate. You listen, know? Right, that's, that's, flagulate. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, did I say it? Yeah, you said flagulate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two cups will help me next week, okay? They flagellate, <laughs> which, by the way, is why they were trying to pass a law. to ta- Listen, this is how crazy New York is. They wanted to tax people on per cow because cows flagellate and they're killing the ozone. <laughs> <laughs> Professing themselves to be wise, they, they become stupid. <laughs> Man, it's, 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 I mean, you can't write this stuff. It is so stupid. And yet... Here he is, respected, and he's going to be a savior of the world. We're going to, they said, quote, we'll be ahead on the vaccines. We'll have the vaccines all ready for the diseases that aren't here yet. Uh, there might be a connection there. Maybe do they have their hand in what the diseases will be? Well, how about this, the flu shot? You, do you realize the flu shot is only like a 7% chance of being accurate? Yeah, and that's a, with historic. Now, how accurate, how how successful is uh, the vaccine? Right, and it's not. We just got a phone call from dear friends. Well, it can't be too successful because you get the vaccine and you still get everything that everybody that didn't get the vaccine gets. Yeah, I just had a great friend call last night, and they've, they've been vaxxed and boosted and boosted, and they're – and their friends, they, they, they kind of, and they're wonderful people, man, love, love, love these people, but they kind of bought into the narrative and they have wonderful hearts and we want to be protective. We don't want to pass this to anybody and every, all that, that group of friends that all got the vaccine boosted and boosted, they're all getting COVID. Mm-hmm. 
and their friends who are unvaxxed right. are fine. Well, and not just getting COVID. I've talked to a guy um, that comes to my church and he got vaccinated. And I said, listen, man, uh, I'm really curious. Have you had any side effects from the vaccine? Because I'm reading about it all the time. Death, yeah. rate, death rate is up 40% in America in the last two years. Yeah. And in Israel, it's up a thousand percent, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. You check that out. I mean, I've gone online and, but Israel's a hundred percent vaccinated four va- four, four shots. Yeah. Four shots and their death rate is up a thousand percent. And America is 60% vaccinated and death rate is up 40, uh, 40% mm-hmm. right now. So any rate, I said, is there any side effects, man? I'm really curious. And he goes, you know, Right now, uh, he goes, my wife and I, we both got vaccinated. And it seems since we've gotten vaccinated, we are always sick. He goes, we were never sick. We got vaccinated. Now we're always sick. He goes, that's the only thing that I'm seeing. And I went, hey, man, I appreciate it. But the reality is that we have all this stuff coming down the line. And when we're talking about food, to get back to food, this passage in first Timothy four, three, that it says in the latter times, well, I think we're in the latter times. I, I think so. Yep. That you will be forbidden to eat meat, man, that is at our doorstep. Yep. It's all part of the new green deal to save the planet from the people. Reduce human population because if you're a good global citizen, just give up your life. Yeah. Don't have children. Uh, reduce your carbon footprint. By those who are preaching this, are their carbon footprint is huge. Oh, they're taking private jets everywhere, yeah, but yeah. telling you stay home. Don't even drive. Total hypocrisy. Yeah, and and now they're talking about ways to conserve fuel because fuel prices are so high. The ways to conserve fuel is don't drive on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, what do people do on Sundays? go to church. Mm-hmm. Nope. No more. We don't drive on Sundays. Mm-hmm. That's, guys, the whole point of this podcast is should we be concerned with our food supply? Hopefully we've shown you in scripture where, yeah, you need to be concerned about your food supply. Because Jesus All, said so. Jesus said so. All these other things that we've talked about are just ways to show you and to tell you so that you can see if you're willing to look that you can see that there is a pandemic here. I'm on the road a lot preaching prophecy conferences around the country. COVID is kind of ending. I'm getting opportunities to, to go going to Ohio next, uh, in two weeks, uh, actually in a week or so, uh, to do a prophecy conference. And the question that comes up to me all the time is this. Mm-hmm. Should we be concerned about our food supply? And I don't want to be an alarmist. Right. And uh, yeah. I, I guess I'm a, a bit of a prepper in the spirit of my great-grandparents. Mm-hmm. Harvest comes in. This has been going on for 6,000 years. And so you learn to plant. You plant a little bit more than you need. You, you're eating out of the garden, and then you then you preserve it. And then you have enough for the year and a little bit more. Right. And Well, we that's can, the way it's always been. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't anything new. So now, under the teaching of Jesus, if it is a latter days, famine's coming. Mm-hmm. And all, so many of these other things have already hit. But famine is is it's the last and well, our the, president in all of this and everything you read in Matthew twenty four, everything has already happened that Jesus said would happen. The only thing left 
his famine, yeah. and then his return. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing left in that passage. And then our, our president, who's up to here in the new world order, mm-hmm. uh, step by step by step to get there, has told us this is coming. And I don't agree with many things that he says, but I do agree with right. the president. It's coming. He's yeah. on the inside. Yeah. He has people in high places and then uh, telling him this. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful he, he did say this because he, for once he kind of quoted a Jesus thing. Right. So what does that look like for me to be, be ready? Jesus said, be you ready for my coming? And I think we should be ready for uh, the famine. Right. Give that Old Testament story. Joseph. Joseph. Well, and that's what happened. You know, there was, they had seven, there was seven year famine coming and God said, Hey, listen, you have seven years to God prepare. Was ahead. God yep. loved them. Wanted yep. to be ready. Yeah. And so Joseph prepared for what was coming and sure enough, the famine came. All we want to do in this podcast is to bring awareness, not fear. To bring light and understanding, right? Because when we understand something, then we can respond and deal with it. And so what I want to challenge you to do is prepare. That's all. Take the proper steps to prepare yourself to be ready, whatever that looks like for you, and maybe put some food away. Yeah. You can be system reliant, and if the system goes down, you're in trouble. You can be self reliant, right. and when the system goes down, you're fine. Yeah, and and here's the thing: if if you put food away, just be quiet and do it. Just just take care of what needs to be taken care of, and and help those that you can. Again, guys, what I want to do is just remind you that this podcast is to bring awareness. This podcast today, should we be concerned with our food supply, is to get you to think. And not take our word for it. Look at society. Look at the shelves. Look at the news. Just Google it, and it's going to come up. Famine is on the way. Our president said it. The planes crashing into these burning food plants confirm it. And so I think it's time that we believe Jesus. Be you ready. Be ye ready. Guys, I hope that this has helped. And if it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. Until the next time, God bless.